And we are back. Back for another episode. Back with the OCP Organized Chaos Podcast. Clap it up for me. Clap it up for yourself. Air horns as well. Um, thank you guys for joining me again. Um, for everyone that's listening, audio, YouTube. Um, thank you for joining me. Um, so wild week wild stuff going on a lot going on um <clears throat> this episode uh i don't know i this this episode will be very interesting this is the episode that i've <clears throat> shied away from doing uh for a while and i didn't plan on actually uh plan on doing this episode in for for a while you know, um, because, um, me personally, when, um, I decided to do this thing, um, I want, I wanted to do this thing on my own, um, merits, my own visions, my own, um, personality, my own everything. And um reason why I'm saying it that way is because uh I do put this up on YouTube as well. And um you know, it's it's certain things that you can do, certain cheat codes that you can do that can that can bring yourself a bunch of views and, and get eyes on you so easily and stuff like that. And I choose not to do that. Either I'm gonna make it on my own or I'm not gonna make it at all. Um, I do the same thing with my with my clothing line. It's it's a lot of cheat codes you can use um, to get yourself out there, to get yourself popping, and and do the trendy stuff like everybody else is doing. It's it's just certain things. Me and my daughter talk about it all the time. It's like that's not my integrity. That's not my bag to do certain things that a lot of people are doing. Just because everybody you know is doing that, I don't want to do that because that's not the integrity of my brand and and my vision. And it just don't feel right for me, you know, if that makes sense. So, um, like I said, with this pod, um, I got a lot of influence and I got the vision and I got the motivation and everything under the sun from this person, but I didn't want to do this episode especially not like this, but I didn't want to do this episode. I was going to do it at some point, but I didn't want to do this episode this quick and, and, um, into me doing podcasts and stuff like that. Um, but, um, I'll get to that later. I just wanted to give a background on this, this podcast, but I just want to start it. I at least want to start out with something, some things positive and, you know, um, I don't want to be on like such a somber note and things like that. I want to start out with positive things or whatever. And I, I really wanted to talk about, <clears throat> talk about my daughter and, um, I don't get excited about a lot of things. Um, most people that know me know that. And, but I get excited about her and a lot of times they don't come out visually, but internally, I'm, I'd be so excited for her and excited for the things that 
she does and continue to do. And I'm so proud of her. Um, so we, we did go to the, you know, I, I told you guys about going to New York. She, you know, won the scholarship. She was able to meet, you know, Virgil Abloh's wife and, you know, did all these different fashion things cause she won a scholarship and, you know, just met a lot of different people, whatever. Right. So, um, this week, um, Tiffany and co reached out to her and, um, wanted to interview her for a internship and she was so excited, but, but bummed out at the same time because it's in New York. So she's like, everything I want to do, whatever. And then, you know, my daughter lives in Atlanta. Everything I want to do is even L.A. or New York or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So she had her interview. She had her initial interview. That went, went real well. And, um, you know, she was excited or whatever. And so um, they set up a second interview um, for her. And she spoke with the person that would she would directly be uh, be with or whatever and she had that interview and she she texted me as soon as it was finished and everything else and um told me what they talked about and you know um told me about the guy the guy just came from uh he came from Louis Vuitton and he worked with Virgil and, and everything else so he's there basically you know Tiffany's is trying Tiffany is trying to rebrand and they're trying to, uh, you know, bring thing, bring Tiffany modern because Tiffany has always been the same. And, and so, you know, all these brands are, are trying to get new and like Burberry got new, new logo and everything else, bringing it modern. So they're trying to do that with Tiffany's. And that's what he kind of want to help want her to help with especially because she does graphics and you know saying different things like that so they're just trying to get fresh faces and things like that so she's so excited or whatever and um it will it will um cause her to have to go to new york um to tiffany co headquarters in new york and um so she'll have to uh live there for two months and um she'll probably end up standing on NYU campus, you know. Um they rent out their dorms during the summer months or whatever and it is expensive for two months. Um and they, you know, roommate with a lot of people, whatever, but um more than likely I'm gonna end up having to pay for that. And um I mean it is what it is, you know. Um but she's so excited. I said <laughs> I said I asked her, I said, gee, what's, what's going to happen with your full time, with, with your job? You know, you remember your job at Nordstrom? She, she can give two shits about, she can give two shits about Nordstrom right now because she on cloud nine because of that pay internship or whatever. Like, so she going, she going, no matter what, she going. So I wanted to, 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 to give a shout out to her and to let her know I'm super proud of her and she's super excited and it's so crazy because um i was telling one of my coworkers, it's like i said well my daughter she had took this one picture <clears throat> a long time ago i don't think I, I think she was maybe about 12 something like that and when i saw the picture um 
I was in dad mode and I was like, damn, I don't, I don't know if I like that picture, but I got out of dad mode and looked at it from a totally different lens. And then I was like, she's going to be something. I don't know what, but she's going to be something. Just seeing that picture, it made me look at her totally different as far as, okay, my daughter can go places and, and be something. So I have to figure out a way to, uh, uh, capture that and, 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 uh, cultivate that within her and help her see whatever it is that's in there and bring it out, you know? And, um, yeah, she's, she's flourishing. I mean, I, I talked to her about, when she was young, talk to her about business and, and, and finding out what she really likes and what she really enjoys. And um, I would tell her, whatever you want to do, I'm fully in support of you. I am f- totally 100% in support of you and whatever you want to do. You just got to make sure it's what you want to do. And I'm 100% behind you. And she's doing it. I, I, I can't even, you know, she's doing it. You know, and and I love her for it. I, you know, I'm, you know, hundred <clears throat> percent behind her, and you know, that's my everything right there. You know, I I, I love my my baby. You know, and so I just wanted to, you know, share that with the people, share that with her. If she's listening. Your father's super proud of you. Um, even though I tell you, I, you know, I always tell you I love you or whatever, but. I'm super proud. I'm telling the world I'm super proud of you, and, and I'm always going to be proud of you, I'm always, no matter what, you know. But, um, yeah, just wanted to uh, at least start off with some 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 good, some positive, some some lighthearted stuff. Um, but now we just got to go into some real stuff, the big, the, the, the big stuff that's going on in the world now and the biggest thing and and what I started the part off with talking about is the man Kevin Samuels. Um before I do that, before I do that, let me start with this clip. I played part of this clip on the last episode. I'm going to play the full clip. I want to start with this and then we can go we can go right into it. Um but I want I want you to hear this clip and then I'll tell you who it is and I'll tell you what that person is about. Listen to this. Before I go any further, let me let me address some comments because I'm tired of it. I'm really tired of whenever I have to have a direct moment with the woman, the oh Kendra, you're being insensitive. You're making people feel low. Don't watch my show. If that's how you feel, do not watch it. Because when I have a man up here, there's nothing but women. Actually, let me talk about this. I have a guy on my Facebook page right now who's in a jacuzzi. And there are so many women in the comments saying, he's gay, he's this, he's a sissy, he's giving me feminine vibes. You women don't have any problems expressing yourself when it's something negative to a male. But let a woman come up here. And we have to have a real talk moment. All of a sudden, I don't like this show because I feel low. You don't like the show because your ass don't want to take direct criticism. And you know what? That's why your ass is going to be watching me as long as I do the show. And you ain't going to get a man because you're not strong enough to woman up and maybe realize there's 
a woman real talk. And I do in the most sensitive way as possible, if you guys ever notice. It's exhausting. It really is. So I don't want you to watch my show no more. If you feel as though I'm making someone feel low, this show ain't for you. Go do something else with your Saturday night, with your Friday night, with your life. Because I'm over it. Especially when women are literally more mean than the men on my show. Go to the comments on my page. It is 80% women saying the negative things. I'm over that shit. So if you guys can dish it, learn how to take it. And it's that simple. I'm not going to sit up here walking on eggshells, talking to women when they got crazy shit happening in their lives because you guys are so freaking sensitive. Women up. Maybe it's time for you to do something in your life and kind of get your shit together. Have you ever thought of that? Absolutely, there's men up here that got crazy shit going on. I talk to them every night. But guess what? Y'all in that same pool at times, but y'all don't want to admit it. So I'm over it. So if you feel as though I'm insensitive, I'm mean, and you can't handle it, my show ain't for you, boo. Go somewhere else. I'm over it. I really am. Every single time. So, I mean, we can just keep lying and just saying, oh, you know what? That sounds good. And this, and then what's going to happen? Ain't no change going to happen. Because when I do stuff, it really comes from a good place. Whether you want, whether you understand that or not, I tell you this from a good place. I'm not a mean-hearted person. I really am not. But you have to give truth if you want to get results. And we keep beating around the bush, saying the same old bullshit, you're not going to get nowhere. And it's because everybody just trying to be too kind. But y'all not even kind. That's what gets me. Y'all not even kind. Y'all are the meanest people in the comment section to these men on my show. But all of a sudden, when we got to talk to a woman child, Kendra, me, I don't like watching the show. She too insensitive. Well, guess what, bitch? Go watch it. It ain't for you. And now that problem is solved. So, you heard that. That was a lady. Um, that was Kendra G. She runs a show on YouTube or whatever. A lot of women go over there and listen to it. And Kendra G is a lady who had plenty of smoke for Kevin Samuels. And I played that clip simply because... The people that have smoke for Kevin Sanders and what he do and how he do, you see what she just said? You see how you, you see you, you did you hear what she said and really took in what she said? And I've watched some of her stuff. She's she her tone, which people always say they don't like his tone or whatever. Her tone is always calm, nice, whatever. Doesn't matter about the tone. It doesn't matter about the tone. Our women don't want to hear anything. They don't want anybody to tell them anything. So it's not about it's it's not about it wasn't about Kevin's tone. It wasn't about none of that. It's just the fact that, like they say, hit dogs, 
holler. If it ain't for you, it ain't for you. But I just wanted people to hear a woman say what she was saying. A woman that vehemently had smoke for Kevin Samuels and what he do and how he did it or whatever. This and another black woman. It's different. This and that and other. But this is just, this just happened maybe like two, three weeks ago as far as her saying this. So it's one of those things. It's like, um, you, like she said, you get tired, you get tired of, of just tiptoeing and dancing around real issues and real shit. So you have to get real at some point. So starting with Kevin Samuels. So when I was introduced to Kevin Samuels, um, it was way before he got real big. Um, I, I started watching Kevin Samuels. He had about 60,000 followers on YouTube. Um, and I don't even know how I was, I was, I was working overseas and it popped up on my YouTube feed somehow. And I, I ain't really, I had nothing but time. So I just started watching a video and the first video I started watching. was a fucking four hour video. And most people look at like I ain't watching no goddamn four hour video, but I did. I watched a four hour video, and in that four hours, he may have talked to maybe about six people or so, maybe more. But the reason why I kept watching is because it was very interesting. I never saw anybody talking, having old having this dialogue with some with women and just having this dialogue and i was like who is this guy like who is he and so i'm watching and i I was just just interested and i'm just listening to the conversations and i was like damn this is some real this is some real shit right and then what he's saying back and forth to the lady some real shit and so um, and this is when he would let the, the reason why these things would be super long. He would let the woman just speak. And a lot of times when you, if you notice, you got a lot of women that they, when they speak, it's just so long. So you have to interrupt them and be like, yo, just get to the meat and potatoes of what you're saying. Just get to the facts and, and, and give me the short version because some people, they'll just go all over the place. So and when you have a show, you're trying to reel everything in. So when people say, oh, he cuts people off, this and that, you have to do that. Because you're just if you let somebody talk, they just ramble on and on and on and on. And it's like, it doesn't make for a good show. So um, I was so intrigued. And the show ended off so brilliantly. Um, Kevin just, he got fed up at, at, at one point. And he just lost it. And from what I was reading in the comments, it was like that was unheard of for him, you know, because it was one lady. He talked to this lady for about an hour. And it's almost like she wasted his time because throughout the whole thing, she was talking all this crap about she entertaining all these men. And should she be entertaining these men that make all this Basically, she was saying that she was going to be making like five hundred, six, five hundred thousand dollars, half a million dollars, or whatever this and other. And she got men proposing to her, whatever this and other. And and you know, should I be entertaining or should I be focused more on my career, whatever this and other? So Kevin, in his mind, is thinking 
she's entertaining these quote unquote high value men that she's talking about. So at the end, Kevin's like, well, the man that you, you, you're talking about that's in it, that you're entertaining. Whoever does he make, does he make $500,000? And she was like, no, <laughs> Kevin said, well, how much do we make? She said, 50,000. Kevin said, bitch, you made me. <laughs> he said, he said, bitch, you had me on this all this damn time and you dealing with a motherfucker that's making them $50,000. You talking about all this money? He lost it. And I lost it too because I was laughing so hard. I had to watch that, that interaction maybe about 10 times straight because I was so lost as well. He talked to her for an hour and she was talking about a dude that made like $50,000, but she was talking about like he made like $500,000 and it's like, it was so crazy. So I watched more and more and more um, because I wanted to get a good understanding of who this person was that I'm looking at. And listen to what's so funny is I, I caught my coworker at the time. Shout out to him. Um, I shared the information with him and, um, you know, the first thing he did was look at the negative things that people were saying about him. Like you had other people that was hating on him. Um, and that's the first thing he went to. And then he didn't listen to him any, any after that. And I'm like, that's a, that's a diff. You see the difference in how people think and it's not bashing him or whatever it's just a difference of philosophies it's like i went back and start researching him he went to straight negative of what the negative things people say and i don't go off the negative things that people say because you don't know their motives of why they saying it and a lot of times people start saying negative things about you because you're getting more following or you're getting more traction than they are and they've been doing whatever they doing for however long they doing it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't go that way because you don't know why they saying these things about this person. And then some of the stuff they're saying is like, Oh, who is he? And blah, 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 blah. He wasn't selling anything. He wasn't selling anything. He was just straight talking to people. Those other people that were talking about him, they were selling stuff. They were selling stuff. So it's like, I got to take the shine off of him so you can come back over to this platform and listen to me and, and buy whatever I'm selling, you know, but that was the difference. I went back and started watching things. And so he used to um, review colognes and, and, and talk to men and, and do a lot of different things. His, his channel was up for a long time. And you know what I'm saying? His, his channel was there and nobody was, nobody definitely wasn't listening to him. He was talking to men and telling them what to do and talking to them and, in the same harsh tones. And so the more I listened to him um, and the more videos I watched him, I just got, I'm very perceptive of people because I study people. I, that's all I do. I just look at people and I, I, I see how they operate and stuff like that. And the great thing about that, you can spot somebody who is real with that as well. He, that man was very perceptive when you speaking to somebody and I do that too. When you speaking to somebody, you know, when somebody's giving you bullshit, you know, when somebody's leaving out something in the conversation, you know, where, when it's holes in the conversation. And he was very good at that. You know, but people, you know, people don't understand 
that because a lot of times people just they don't really they don't they don't have a, a a brain that functions that way. It's just I hear what I hear and then I go for I react off that or whatever. But they don't they're not able to compartmentalize that information so quickly and come up with a conclusion right there on the spot. Sometimes people got to go back and think about it or whatever this and other. But you got other people that can't do that. And I do that well with people and situations. And, you know, so you recognize that with people. And that's what. Kevin was good at you talk to people you get a clear understanding of what's going on you can tell when somebody's BSing you and stuff like that so he was good at that so I I, I got fond of Kevin and then I listened to a lot of stuff and I was like damn this dude I don't agree 100% I, I don't agree 100% what anybody says but if you're saying more stuff that I agree with than not then I can rock with you I can I can listen to the stuff that I don't agree with, but that don't mean I, I got to hate you or anything like that. It's just, it don't pertain to me. It don't, it don't resonate with me, but I'm going to, I'm still going to listen. A lot of people can't do that. If they hear one thing they don't like or whatever, this another, then it's like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm not hitting you. I'm not listening to listen to you. And then you got the naysayers who are like, well, who was he? Well, who was, who was Steve Harvey? Who was Oprah? Who was all these people that, that, that give their opinions and stuff that people listen to, but because they cater to you, they're more qualified. And hell, we listen to our friends. You can listen to your friend that work at Walmart and give you advice, but it's cool. But because this guy's giving other people advice and it's like, who is he? Well, who is your friend? You listen to them. They ain't got no degrees. They ain't got no, you know what I'm saying? This and that, it just amazes me when you don't really when people don't really agree with somebody, then they you got to throw their credentials and this and that and other out the window. It's amazing to me. But um, so yeah, um, for me, <clears throat> for me, Kevin, um, he taught me a lot, and I started listening to some other uh, other YouTubers like mediocre tutorials and reviews and different things. Like you learn a lot from other people. And as men, we have a hard time or we clown other men who um, they may not have a father growing up in their life. And they, you know, have to learn. For, what's funny to me and in, in our community is we always saying we need black mentors. We need more black men mentors and different things like that. But as soon as somebody use somebody as a mentor or use the things that people say, and if they don't rock with that person, they'll clown them for it. I don't see the difference. If I had somebody come, if if I had somebody come around uh, or I went somewhere and I, I got a mentor or whatever, what's the difference of that guy telling me stuff and I'm learning something from a guy that's, that's, that's sitting on my screen, that's telling me how to do something or, or give me advice or whatever. I don't, what's the difference? Like people don't people don't really look at the nuances of of that stuff when they when they say things like that. Oh, you you know you're using this person as your daddy or whatever, blah 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 blah. This and that. But then they'll say, oh, we need more male mentors. We need more male role models and stuff like that. But when you have somebody, just because you don't agree with them, that don't mean he's not a role model in somebody's life, some way or shape or form. You tell entertainers they're role models. You tell basketball players they're they're role models and stuff like that. So what is the difference there is no difference it's just the fact that you don't like them and 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 that's that's how things go you just don't like them you don't like that person so he can't be a role model he can't do this and never but i learned a lot of things like i grew up 
I didn't have no father. I didn't have nobody. My brother wasn't there. He didn't live with us, live with me most of the time. So I didn't have a lot of male influences say, hey, you do this, you do that. This is You need to do this, you need to do that. And, I, you know, I'm getting my own places. A lot of times I got furniture handed down to me. Um, I didn't know how to set up a place like that or decorate a place or, and do certain, know certain things and this and that and other. But listening to Kevin, he would say, hey, man, when you got your, he was telling young men, like young men, 22, whatever, this and that, when they get their place, hey, you need to have this in your house. Um, you know, yeah, women like, they, they, they like hard liquor, stuff like that. But more importantly, women love wine you need to have a red and a white wine always in your in your refrigerator in case of whenever you bring a woman over i didn't ever think about that i never you know saying you just don't it's just certain things you don't think about you know in every bathroom you should have flushable wipes whatever blah 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 blah. that's another i never thought of that you know saying just certain things candle you know i will always have candles and stuff like that i learned i learned that from you know women and different things like that it's just certain things that a person is telling you that you never thought about because us men we can live in some place have a couch and a tv and we're good that's just how we operate but if you want a woman to feel comfortable these are the things you need to do to make her feel comfortable and and you know this and that and other and i would think women would appreciate that but you can't get past that you can't get past what he's saying to women because you're not really paying attention you never went back and saw what he was telling men that i don't care what you're talking about you need why would a woman want you if you're sitting around you lazy you broke and and everything else you need to get up off your ass and work 60 hours a week minimum and and make it happen. Be able to pay bills. Be able to take women out. Be able to do this. He said all this stuff to to men unapologetically. Why would a woman want you when you're on your ass, not doing anything, not contributing, not you know saying taking care of your family, stuff like that? These are all the things he said to men. But soon as he started talking to women, it's a problem. It became a problem. But guess who was calling the show? Women. Women all were calling the show. And they were giving advice. Now, you know, was some of the stuff harsh or whatever this and other? Yes. But I would, I would, I would uh, challenge any person to go live every single night of the week for two to four hours and talk to different people and not lose it every now and then. And I'd, you know, make a mistake. Not, you know what I'm saying? Because you're talking to a live person. This is not scripted. This is not rehearsed. You're talking to a live person. You got people that come in with an attitude. You got people coming in trying to, you know, uh, uh, make a scene or whatever this and other. You got people that can't even have, can't even have a back and forth on the internet without getting in their feelings or, 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 or even when you come in with something small, just because you disagree with them, Oh, they just go off. They go crazy. But you talking about a man who talked to people for two to four hours every single night and have the utmost patience to actually talk to these people and give them advice. Yes, you will snap every now and then. 
yes, you will say something that people don't like. You will like people don't realize that and don't understand that, but you want they you want people to be so so perfect when your interactions online is not perfect. Let somebody disagree with you and you're going off. People can't have a, a back and forth anymore. Everything is an argument. But this man talked to so many different people every night. Every, every single night. Let that sink in. Every single night. Think about if you could do that. Half of us don't even like talking to our friends like that, let alone talking to strangers every single night about their problems and what they going through and this and another. And you got people coming on basically wanting to create a moment and coming in with attitudes and coming in doing whatever they want to do. And you have to sit there and, and you sit there and deal with that. So, yeah, you leave yourself open to scrutiny, but the message is always lost. That guy doesn't have a choice of what goes viral and what doesn't. Because I, I, let me tell you, I listened to, I looked at a lot of the videos and he, he was so compassionate to so many black women and those videos don't go viral. Some of these dialogues he had with women and telling them, Hey man, I, it is enough. Talk to your mom, talk to your dad, go to therapy, whatever this and another, that those videos, those, those are not salacious. So that, that doesn't, that doesn't go viral. People don't want, they don't want that. They don't bring clicks in. So if you mad at that man, because you can't do your due diligence on, you won't have the patience to sit through an hour worth of content or something like that. Even though you'll sit through an hour worth of ratchetness of housewives and all this other different stuff. Then to really get a context of what a person is about, that's your fault. That's your fault that you can't do the research. You just hear a clip and say, oh, I don't like that guy because of blah, 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 blah. Well, did you actually really listen to him? Did you do research? Did you see what he was about? Because what he was about was always clear. He was always about getting families together. He's always he's about men and women having realistic expectations of their life and their, the person they want to be with. Why do you want to be with that girl? That That's a 10. Because it's headaches to come with that. So why did? Because as soon as you get with her, they, you realize you don't want to be with her. So, lower your expectations with women. Just because you're telling a woman to lower expectations, that don't mean you're selling it. No, it's just it's just putting yourself in a position where you're more happier than you actually think you're going to be. I don't I don't get that. Telling people to get healthy and lose weight. He told men that he told women that, but you can't tell women that, which is crazy. You know, um, you know, he's telling people to go to therapy to do to, to do his whole thing was about getting black women and black men together. But somehow they get lost because people don't like it. they overlook that. He get mad when people when women would shit on the average man that that makes like fifty thousand dollars or so, and because women to make them women to make them feel like they ain't nothing. All the women that came on that show talked about the average man like they were trash. They don't want them. I can't be with them. So is he wrong or they wrong? Is he? He was shame. He he was uh, shamed for saying. Uh, or for people putting on him that he hate black women. When all black women came on that show and shitted on black men, the average black man. So who's wrong in that equation? Because if we go back and listen to 
every single person that came on that show. The average black man that make fifty, sixty thousand dollars, they wasn't good enough. So why they not ridiculed just as much as that man who's only asking asking questions? Why are they ridiculed as hard? Because they have standards. Oh, I don't need to lower my standards. I don't need to settle. But you just shit it on eighty five percent of the men out there. So I, I I don't get it. I like I said, that guy, you love him or hate him, he fulfilled his purpose in a very short period of time. Two years he got popular. Two years he went from sixty thousand subscribers to one point four million subscribers. Plenty of people, women, thanked him, saving their marriage helping their relationships, helping their marriages that gets overlooked. Plenty of people got together because of him. Plenty of people checked themselves because of him. Plenty of dudes got themselves together because of him. Now you got some dudes out there that I I don't know. I don't know what type of stuff they be on. Um, but yeah, they project a lot of stuff and, and they, you know, but that's a, that's a minority Women, women always focus on a minority of things. And that's not the majority. The majority of men just go about their daily lives and want to be with a black woman or want to be with a woman and, and just go about their lives. They don't project all that, 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 that stuff on you. But the thing about Kevin, and he always said it, I'm only relaying the message. I'm only relaying the, 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 the talks that men have been having for years, which is true. Because a lot of stuff Kevin was saying, I've been telling my women friends and stuff like that for years. You know, I've been living by a lot of this stuff for years. So it's nothing new that he was saying. And he said, I'm only a vessel for them. He was like, it's none of this stuff is about me. None of it is about me. It's about black men being appreciated. Black men having some type of platform and some type of voice in media because we don't name one black show, male show that doesn't cater to women or pander to women. That's for men by men and we can talk talk open and honestly you can't name it because it don't exist you had one man with one podcast and he got vilified for it but you got all these shows with women who bash women bash men especially black men all day long and it's celebrated and it's cool but you got one man on a podcast who do lives and it's a problem. It's crazy. I don't understand it. Men are that black men are not represented. And he was trying to get black men to be represented well and, and have a voice in the world. And that was his vision. Um, but he wanted both black men and women to get together, but he wanted black men to have a voice in the world because we're always shut down. We're always, it's like, you got to shut up. You can't say anything. You can't have any standards. You can't say nothing. You just got to just shut up and exist and he wanted to bring that to the forefront of men having a voice and having standards and and being able to express their standards and stuff like that just like women do but he was vilified for it and it's like oh your tone and it's another monique she tried to say stuff with the proper tone she got shut down don't matter about your tone you know sharahaz uh ali I can't pronounce her name for the life of me, but she wrote a book 30 years ago talking the same stuff that Kevin talked. 
She was vilified for it. That's a Muslim black woman. You know, she was saying the same things. And you know who was opposed to her back when she was on TV shows, back like Donahue and all that other stuff? Uh, Ayanna Van Zant was in the audience and was just vilifying her for the stuff she was saying in her books and stuff like that. And you know, to this day now, Ayanna Van Zant is like black women are out of order and out of line. So now she's on the same side as, as the sister she was vilifying back in the day because it's a problem. Everybody notices it's a problem, but we can't say anything about it. As I said, women can't say nothing about it. Men can't say nothing about it. So it wasn't about Kevin Samuels, Kevin Samuels and, oh, he hate black women. It's just the fact that you, they didn't want to, that sector of people did not want to hear anything he had to say. They didn't want to take accountability for the things they were doing. You had problems before Kevin Samuels. They had those problems before Kevin Samuels ever even came into this, you know, into popular popularity. So you, uh, do you blame him for the problems you had before 2020? Because you had them before you, before 2020. So who did you blame then for all the problems you have and, and why men like this and why men projecting these things on you and why you can't keep a man or why you can't this or why men can't keep women or whatever this and other and why you ain't successful with women and stuff like that. Who was the problem then? Because Kevin, Kevin wasn't doing anything back then. He wasn't popular. So people, men and women, can't blame Kevin Samuels for their problems. He's just a man that, that, that shed light on it because these problems existed before him. That's what people don't understand. Like, you, that man didn't do, um, he just shed light on problems. He didn't create your problems. You created your problems on your own. He was trying to make you see what your problems were and how are you going to correct them. Because a lot of times people don't people don't really see how they act until they see other people and be like, well, Dak, I did do that because you had a bunch of women be like, damn, is that how I am? Because they listen to other women talk when they called in. They listen to some of their stories and listen to. And, you know, this is the overarching theme of Kevin. Sanders. This is why Kevin was so that his show was so needed. And this is going longer than what I thought because I had some. I got one other topic. I had some other stuff to talk to, but this, I knew this was going to be kind of long. I don't know how long it's going to be, but the most important thing that I think um, Kevin shed a light on, and I don't know if people catch it or caught it or whatever, but this is what I came away with: the importance of his platform was it showed that all these men out here ain't garbage. All these men didn't wreck these wreck relationships like women say they did all this stuff. You know, you hear women say, well, this man was toxic or miss this man did this. They make up all this shit. But when you hear the stories and you hear what they did, you hear how they left a man that was trying to do everything possible for them and they thought that they was better than that man or they thought that they can get better than that man and they left that man and he was trying to do everything possible to make it work with that person or trying to be what he needed to be for that person. They still left him. It shows that it wasn't the man's fault. 
most of the time in these in these instances that these women get on the show, it just showed that they it wasn't those men's fault. If you go back to most of the most of these times that Kevin talked to people, you'll realize that. So when you hear your girlfriends and stuff like that sitting there complaining to you about a man and this and that and other, sometimes just take a step back and just be like, well, what the hell you do? How was you acting? What didn't you do? You know, because a lot of times man, uh, the man don't have no voice. We got to just sit back and take it. Oh, he was a piece of shit, this and that. Okay. I was. All right. I just got to move on. But really, is are they going to say what they did? And all Kevin did was ask the important questions, the straightforward questions and say, well, what did you do? Well, why didn't you do this? Or what, blah, 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 blah. And he don't let them wiggle out of it. Stick to the facts. Just stick to the facts. What did you do? What didn't you do? Why did this happen? This, that, never. And you can't wiggle out of that. And a lot of times when it came down to the nitty gritty, even women in the comment section, because he always had about 15,000 people in, in the live chats or whatever, most of the women be like, it was her, it was her, it was her. So if you got women in the chat saying that it wasn't a man's fault, it was her. So think about all these relationships. Think about all this stuff that, that, that takes place, and it's always the man's fault. It's always this and that and other. But when that person go to someone other dude, it still doesn't work. So it's like, is it the man's fault or is it you? And I take myself accountability for that as well. Like, yeah, some things I could have did, I, I might have did wrong, terribly wrong, or this and that and other. You know, everybody got to take an inventory of themselves. But you can't always make yourself a victim. And But like I said, the overarching theme is was that, damn, all these women came on this show. And the first thing they said he was toxic. He was verbally abusive. He was this. And the more they started talking, all those things were knocked down. All that stuff was not true. She was a toxic person. She was a verbally abusive person. She was a person in the wrong because they all have a same playbook. They all would say the same thing. Oh, he was toxic. Oh, we was just too young. Or we was this and another. They, the too young and this and another. You can always, you can't always use that. You can use that sometimes. It, it, it's applicable sometimes, but you can't always use that. But um, yeah, that was the the the, the overarching theme, and the main. I think the main point uh, of the show. If people didn't really pay attention to that. And if you ever go back, if people ever get a chance to just go back and watch a lot of the live shows and watch a lot of the the interactions and stuff like that, think about what a what a man is receiving with a lot of these women and and just 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 try to understand, try to understand how. You try to put yourself in their shoes and see how you would re- deal with that person. And just think about all this stuff and think about yourself and think about how you project onto people and, and, and what you project onto people and stuff like that. It's just a learning thing. It just, it just, it's it's an eye-opening experience when you see other people talk and you see them talk about their relationships and, and what they did and, and why they did it and stuff like that. And you're like, damn, you did that? You had a man that was doing this, blah, 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 and you left and this and never? Think about that. And like I said, all Kevin did was answer, ask questions or whatever. And the reason why he did the ranking system, yeah, it might have been harsh, 
But it's like if you got a person that's saying, I want a guy making a hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand dollars or three hundred thousand dollars or whatever this another, now I gotta really see what you are. Because the thing that you, the things that women think are important, the things that women think value, men don't value. And that's that's the biggest issue one of the biggest issues what women value and what men value what men value are two different things men don't i mean i care as a woman and yeah you can have your degree i care that you educated or whatever this another you can have a good job kid you know what i'm saying it's cool you got a great job you got this and another but how much money you make and all this other stuff it don't matter to me because you looking for me to make x amount of money so and you ain't spending that money on me so why do I, why would I go out and just specifically seek a woman that got all this stuff? Because it's not coming to me. So I don't value it as much. I value other things. I value, how do you look? How do you treat me? How do you, you know what I'm saying? This and that, that's what I value. But for some reason, women think that you value, men value other things. But if you got a woman that wants a man and making all this money, which, and, <laughs> A lot of men ain't making that type of money, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars and this and that and other. So it's like, okay, now I gotta now I gotta really dig in and help you see why that is almost impossible for you to get that man. I gotta help you see that. So I'm gonna tell you, what do you think I'm gonna ask you, what do you think you look like? And how do you rank yourself? Now I got to humble you and, and say, this is what I think you look like. Or this is what the world is telling you you look like because you've never met a man that make that type of money. You never got a man to make type, that type of money. You don't have those outcomes of what you say you look like. And it's, it's yeah, you can get a man to have sex with you, but can you keep him? Have you ever had a man that, that, that had that type of money that want to marry you and this and that and other? Like, no, you don't. So you don't have those outcomes to say you attend. Every woman ain't a 10. You know, you got to be real with yourself. But somehow he was wrong with that. You want a man to make this type of money when most only 1% of men make this type of money and you swear you deserve that. But you're this. That's crazy to me. It's like a man saying, I want a dime. Well, why do you want a dime? How can you get a dime? Do you make this type of money? To get a dime, do you do this, this, this? Like, you ask a man that as well. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's it goes both ways. It's like unrealistic expectations. Um, and so that's why he asks it. It's like to put you back into reality. And a lot of people don't live in reality. And, and the more you get back in reality, the more you can accept, this person is good for me. This person, I can be happy with this. Just because you get somebody to make a lot of money don't mean you're going to be happy. As facts, just because you got somebody that you think you 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 want don't mean you're going to be happy. And that's what a lot of people, a lot of people, men and women, just because you think you're going to be happy with that person don't mean you're going to be happy with that person. They might have this this fantasy uh, uh, person. They might be this fantasy person in your head, but realistically, they're not the person. You know, you're not going to be happy with them. So, you know. But like I said, that 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 was the overarching theme of his show. Um, he his show was 
very much needed. Um, and he helped a lot of dudes, um, get on. He let, I mean, you know, shit, hell so many people has made so much money off of Kevin Samuels. And like I said, I refuse to do that. Um, because I wanted to make it on my own. You know, I don't make no reaction. I do reaction videos on YouTube. I didn't want to do no reaction video on Kevin Samuels because everybody do it. Some people just sit there and let his clips play and, you know, they get all these views, 20,000, 30,000 views and stuff like that just because they have a Kevin Samuels video. That's not me. If I'm going to make it on my own, I'm not going to make it at all. But I do enjoy the brother. I did enjoy the brother. I still enjoy his concert. I go back. I haven't watched him in a, and I don't why I haven't watched him in a long time because I've been so focused on trying to get my stuff together. What he motivated me to do, get my stuff together, get focused on what my vision and what I want or whatever for myself and what I want to do or whatever. And, um, just make it happen. So I didn't watch his videos no more like that because a lot of, for the most part, I got all the information I needed from him, you know, now when some, you know, some videos come up, I, I might watch or whatever this and other, but for the most part, I was started being more focused on what I wanted to do or whatever. But I just felt that that guy was super necessary. Um, in the culture, no matter if you agree with a fanatic, if you go back and you seriously watch and watch to understand, you will feel the same way as well, as well. If you go back to some of the old shows and, 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 and really pay attention to what he was saying to people and really understand, digest what he's saying. Like I said, you're not going to agree with everything you say. I didn't agree with everything you say, but if you take the meat of what he was saying or trying to convey to the person, you will get it you will really get it. And I just employ everybody to do that. Um, and it's sad that people were women and was and men celebrating his death and, you know, things like that. Oh, he, you know, I don't care how healthy you are. You can die of something. Don't care how healthy you are. You can die of something and everybody's going to die of something. That's, that's the wild part that people don't understand. Like you celebrating this man. Oh, he's, he died alone and he did something never. And he telling one women to lose weight and this and never and try to be healthy. Yes. You tell people try to be healthy and be the healthy versions of themselves. That don't mean that they're going to live forever. I mean, you stupid. If you think that, you know, that don't mean you're going to live forever. That just mean try to be healthy enough to, to stay around. But that man, he fought cancer. He had cancer when he was 19. I think he had cancer twice. So he fought cancer when he's 19. You think he don't have no health problems? Like, really take an account of that. This man fought cancer, um, lymphoma cancer, when he was 19. So you don't think he have residual problems from that? And people that suffer from that can suffer heart attacks, you know, uh, um, later in life or whatever. You know, like, people don't really think, yo. People don't think, for one, they don't know. They don't know about the person, so they know that. They don't know he had cancer. He fought cancer before. They don't know anything about that. But like I said, you know, like, it's it's sad. Out, out. Like, people are sad to celebrate. Tell him he hate black women. That's why I'm saying this, this, and never. But when white women come on his show, he checked them. He ain't let nobody talk about black women. He checked white women just like he checked black women. But he would never let a white woman talk about black woman ever so i don't even get that people don't see that 
you know, he was all about black women, but he just checked you because a lot of those women that he checked came on the show with none but serious attitude. So he gave it when it came to him. But people don't see that. They only see a clip, but they don't see a person coming on and having an attitude the whole time and, and, and the stuff they did you know, when they came on or whatever, this and other, and he, he could have not said some things, whatever this and other, but that's in hindsight. When you've been talking to people for four or five hours, you get irritated. You'll get irritated. People come into work irritated. You know, the first person they say something to, they already irritated, but you was irritated from something else. So you don't think that man could be irritated after four hours of talking to somebody or whatever? Like, think about that. For, think about that for a second. When you talk about a person, oh, he should have did this, or he could have did this, and that man been talking to people f- for like two hours, and you know you got so many people coming in and, and and just going crazy or whatever, and he will always have sessions where people can come in if they disagree with him or or didn't agree with some of the stuff he say or whatever this and never, and they ask him, he'll ask him why you disagree with me or why you think this and never, and they never have facts to back it up. It was always opinions. Well, you said blah 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 blah. He's like, well, when did I say it? Tell me the show I said it. Tell me exactly what I said. Well, I don't know. Well, how can you come in and say you have a problem when you don't even know what was said? And that happened all the time. If you have a problem with somebody, come in with facts and say, you said this at this specific time on this show or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I have a problem with that. But like I said, most times people don't deal with facts. They just deal with hearsay and what they thought they heard or what they, you know what I'm saying? It's another, and it's like, if you can't come with facts, don't come with opinions or opinions or assumptions, opinions or assumptions. Come with the facts. You said, I said this, tell me when I said it. Cause one thing about Kevin, he remember all his shows. He remember people that came on the show before he remember all the shows Cause he can go back and scroll through a show and play a clip. And like, I didn't say this. This is what I said. That's the crazy part about it. You got a person that come on the show and mad at something that they think he said, and they can't tell him when he said it, but he can go specifically to that show and be like, this is what I said. That's crazy. That is crazy to me that somebody will have an accusation, but can't back it up. But this man who do hundreds of shows can go to exactly the show that you talking about and pull up the clip. That's crazy to me. That shows a special person, you know. Special person can do that. Especially when you're doing a million or a bunch of shows and you can go right back to the specific show that person claimed they talking about and pull up the facts of what you actually said, but they can't even do that and they have a problem with something that they think you said. That takes a special you know, that takes a brilliant and a special person. I don't think people understand that. But um I don't know, man. I like I said, I I'm, I appreciated that brother. Um, appreciate the 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 help he you know gave to me, without even knowing it. You know, um, it's crazy. You know, that was very sudden. But I appreciate everything um, he has done for black people, even though people don't think it. He's done a lot and two years span and um people will get it maybe they'll get it maybe they won't um at some point but um rest in peace to him you know i didn't think i would go that long talking about him but yeah um i had a whole other things i want to talk about i only want to talk about one more thing and um 
I needed to talk about this one. Um, really needed to talk about this one. Um, cause this one was very, this one ver- hit home to me. Things like this always hit home, but I don't know, for some reason, this girl, um, Alana, I don't know her last name, but she was a cheerleader at Southern university and, um, she self transitioned. Um, and she wrote this, uh, IG note or whatever. And the thing she was saying, just sit, just hit so close to home. Whenever I hear somebody self transition, it always hits me because I've been in that space before. Um, I know of people who've been in that space as well. And you feel for that person. You, you, you understand certain things, whatever, but just the stuff, some of the stuff she was saying in there, um, it kind of hit closer to home as well, because you just, I, I felt her, I I felt her. And I always say, you know, I had a important conversation with my daughter one time. And, um, I guess I'm just, I just keep it real and just be sharing. I had a, I think me and my daughter was watching 13 reasons why, uh, one time. And, you know, that show was controversial. Was talk about self transition and stuff like that. And, um, after we finished that whole series, I had a important conversation with my daughter and I told her, I said, um, cause she didn't understand some of the stuff and I had to break some stuff down to her. Um, I said, well, I said, you never know what a person is really thinking about. You never know why a person would do what they did. You don't even know what the trigger point was. You don't know what, um, what was the final straw? You just don't know because it could be something small, but it was so many other things that just piled on. It was just that one last thing that's just like was, was the determining factor or whatever. I was like, so, um, you never know. You, you don't know. You don't know how that feel. I said, I said, trust me. I said, um, I said, let me get real with you for a second. I said, um, I said, you are the reason why I'm here. I said, and that's being totally real with you. You are the reason why I'm here. I said, because if you wasn't here, I don't know if I would be here. I probably wouldn't. I said, just the, the, the stuff I've dealt with and, and the stuff I go through and, and, you know, still go through and mentally and stuff like that. I said, but you are the main reason I am here. Um, and she just looked at me or whatever. And I told her, I said, you know, you don't understand. I said, because I, you know, do everything possible to make your life as good as it could be, you know? Um, and I said, I, I, so me personally, I've, whether I, um, should or shouldn't but i've so come a long time ago to the fact that um this life ain't about me and it, it's not about me anymore i thought about that uh some years ago i was like it's not about me no more it's all about my daughter you know my happiness i whether i'm gonna be happy or not i don't know who knows but i haven't been i said but my mission is to make sure you're happy 
Make sure your life is not what my life has been. Make sure you succeed in everything you want. You are happy in everything you're doing. Make sure you don't have to go through any of the feelings or any of the things that I went through. And that's what I try to everything I do with my business and stuff like that. It's all basically for her. It's not even for me. It's not even for me. Everything I do is it's, 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 it's all for her, you know? And as, like I said, it's right or wrong. That's just what my thought process is or whatever. It's, it's all for her. I get my enjoyment out of her seeing her happy and be happy. I get out of my enjoyment out of seeing my, my youngest niece just smile and, you know, this and my, my godson just be happy and stuff like that because it's all about kids Kids being happy, kids growing up and and just living a natural, happy life. That's all I care about. Um, and that's pretty much my 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 mission, you know. Um, because it ain't about me. It's I I given up on that. Like as far as me being happy with with stuff, because I'm gonna be dealing with stuff for the rest of my, you know, saying the rest of my life and, and, and having, you know, this huge anxiety and, and different things like that. That's stuff I'm gonna have to deal with, you know? So to make my life happy is to make them happy, you know, and see them happy and see them grow up and see them just be whatever they're going to be and have a natural childhood and, and a happy childhood and, and, and things like that. So that's, you know, but that young lady, you know, and I had a talk with uh, one of my homegirls and, you know, she has thoughts on um, people do that. You know, she feels a little bit selfish. And like I said, it could be or whatever. But, you know, people live selfishly now, you know, why they living? Um, they don't really think about it um, when they say certain things. Well, you live selfishly as well. Um Everybody lives selfishly some form of fashion or whatever that's another, but yeah, it's selfish when a person, you know, uh, self transitions and stuff like that. But it's like, you don't, you don't really know the, you don't really know the anguish and what it takes for that person to just get up every day and, put on a smile or put on a happy face or you don't know what it takes because you're not in that person's shoes, you know, to be in that person's shoes and have those feelings and have this or that emptiness or whatever. This another, that is a, that's a feeling boy. That is a feeling. And, Everybody don't don't experience that. So when you don't experience that, it's hard for you to fathom that. It's hard for you to fathom that, you know. And but I um, it's sad, you know. It's sad that she she did, you know, what she did. But you know, you you read what she said, and it's like she couldn't take it no more, you know. And it's sad. She was so young, like you know, she was she was young, but 
you know, it, it's it just that one hit home. It, it had me feeling some type of way for for a day or two because it's like, damn, like I don't know, you know, just put me in a it, it put me in a mood. But I wanted to talk about it because it's it's important. You you don't know you you like you have strong friends you have people that think that they're good or whatever this never and and all this other stuff and you don't know what they go through i mean my dad told me one time he's like, oh, i don't worry about you because i know you're good you don't know if i'm good do you ever ask me if i'm good you never ask me how i'm doing or whatever this another you don't so you just assume i'm good and you don't call me you don't talk to me you don't you you don't reach out you don't do nothing you haven't been doing nothing for 43 years it's like but you're gonna say you don't talk to me because or you don't check up on me because you know that i'm good how do you know that i'm good it's crazy to me, you know, and that's that's the type of stuff people say to you when, you know, you they deem you as so strong and, and, and this never. Yeah. You go about your business and you handle your business because you have to take care of yourself because nobody else is going to take care of you or whatever this and ever. But that don't mean you you're good. That don't mean you you don't have problems. That don't mean you you don't go through stuff. That don't mean you don't want nobody to check up on you and see how you're doing and and show you that love or whatever this and ever. We got to get out of that, yo. Cause you don't know what you're going through. Then when it's too late, it's like, well, why did this person, why did they tell me? Well, why do I need to, you, to tell you that? Why don't you just check on me? Why don't you just ask instead of assuming, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's crazy, you know, but I just implore everybody to just continue to love on your friends and check on your friends, your family members, all that stuff. Like be in a moment, you know, be in a moment. Cause these two things, you know, you just, you just don't know, you know, you, you never know. Um, didn't want this to be a sad pot, but you know, sometimes you gotta be real. This is probably my realest pot, you know? Um, yeah, it's probably my realest pot, but you know, I'm a, I'm a leave it at that, you know, let all that simmer, let all that marinate, you know? Um, yeah, I was threatened doing this pod because like I said, it's a lot of things that's, that's real and, you know, but we gotta keep, we, we gotta, uh, be real with ourselves and we gotta, um, you know, do self inventories and self checks and stuff, self reflections or whatever, and just take a step back sometimes and not react to things, take a step back and really dissect the situation or the information you're receiving and, and things like that and make an informed decision. Cause you know, you can tell people information, people comprehension has gone to an all time low. People can't comprehend a lot of things anymore. You know, the comprehension skills has left the building with so many people, you know, because they so, it's so microwave. They can't fully process things because now you used to processing things because things coming so quick. Take a step back. You know, I told my daughter this a long time ago. When you hear some things, just take a step back and really think about what's being said and what's pre- being presented in front of you. Then you can get a good understanding of what you're actually dealing with. And people don't do that. Everything is at face value. I got to react now. I got to have some some feelings now, some emotions now. And it's like, it's not the best way to operate. It's not the best way to roll. You know, um, you got to operate in, in, in thought instead of emotions. Emotions will leave you wrong all the time. And that's what most people, that's what we all living in now, in emotions. Anything that happens, we react with emotions and um, 
we got to get out of that because it's just not healthy. It, it's, it's not good, you know. So I'm leave you guys with that. Um, man, I appreciate this talk. Appreciate being able to um, get these thoughts and opinions and feelings out and just venting and, and, and things like that, you know. And my motto, like always, get your head up, get your weight up, not your hate up. You know, congratulate people on their wins, on their successes. Um, if they if they succeeding right now, it's their time. It's not your time. Your time will come. Um, I'm gonna keep on stressing that. You know, I'm cool with where I'm at. I see other people, you know, doing things or whatever. This never. I'm successful myself. You know, um, but you know, am I totally where I want to be? No. But I'm very successful. Um, but I know my other things are coming, you know. So I just congratulate other people on what they're doing. And um, I just keep it pushing, you know. So, like I said, congratulate people and, and, and keep it moving. And with that, I want to thank you all for your time. It's all my time. To the next time. We are out of here. Thank you.